Hey guys, welcome back to Call Me Candid. I am Lily. And I'm Haley. And we're here to <laughs> chat. <laughs> Whenever I get nervous, I have like little throat noises. Oh. And I just have one. I go, Featuring Haley's throat noises. <laughs> Woohoo. Oh my gosh. It's a random Tuesday. I feel like we just recorded, what, three days ago or something? Yeah, because normally we're last minute. Yeah. And now we're this not. Is, well, it's funny though, because we're not last minute, but we're rushed. Very rushed. So it's like we either film it like two days before it has to go up or we film it really early when we barely have time to fit into yes. our schedules and that's one of those days right now so a hundred percent my day today has been a whirlwind i don't Mine think i've stopped moving weird what is your what was your day my day we woke up so we didn't go to crossfit because i was too overwhelmed i was like i have way too what i have a life update about that after okay okay go. but i was like way too overwhelmed so just to give you guys a little bit of just an update my dad is coming today with his girlfriend i'm so excited because we obviously live here in texas my family lives in north carolina and they're actually like our first visitors and i'm really pumped because they're driving like my new car which it's not actually new it's new to me car so i'm gonna have like another car i can't wait to see it you should make a youtube yeah. video about it. Oh i'm gosh. super excited Oh my gosh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, Spock did just come sit with me. I don't know why. I am very jealous <gasps> and upset. Oh my gosh, this is like the best <laughs> moment of my life. But anyway, so yeah, my dad is coming. And when you have people visiting, you want to have the house be like clean and tidy. We're clean, don't get me wrong, but I was like going ham. I like felt like a little mom. <laughs> I really felt like a mom. So we were doing that. I was procrastinating freelance work. So I had to draw five graphics for a freelance client. Five today oh my gosh how long do those take you because i feel like when you tell the average person like i had to draw five different things we're like oh cool like you yeah. draw but to you it's like that probably means what like a lot of hours so i don't know my on average the ones i do for instagram are about an hour but yeah. I will say with freelance clients, depending on how many words the quote is, sometimes I'm usually faster than that because they know exactly what they want. They know the colors. They know the exact quote. Whereas when it's up to me, I have more fun with it and mm -hmm. I kind of just goof around and try new things. So it wasn't as bad, but it was a few hours. And then we had like problems with our shipping team again. There was like a little nothing with shipping, but our new products have been going like getting delivered and they just counted things wrong like they said we had ninety nine thousand notepads <laughs> guys i wish we were selling ninety nine thousand. i was like y'all that is definitely not correct and they just were messing up so today was kind of nuts all of a sudden i am a billion dollar company <laughs> and i have warehouses yeah, just letting you guys know very slight i'm now turning billions of dollars so <laughs> like no not the case so we had to kind of really stop some fires going over there before i was selling product i didn't have Ooh. not that i have demand for that many but <laughs> hey you never know maybe one day but yeah today was chaotic went to target <laughs> like, Lily, you sold nine nine thousand notepads on accident <laughs> you need to make them <laughs> I know Devin said that he was like what if we posted it and we ended up selling like fifty thousand? <laughs> literally every single instagram follower buys one i know and okay i don't even know if i should say this so they actually made them live this morning wait what? And we sold notepads this morning wait, what? <laughs> yes. oh i wasn't gosh. gonna say it because i was like no i don't want people like 
I promise we're launching them normally, but the dang shipping people made them live. So girls were from Europe buying notepads this morning. So that was part of the fi- like fire I had to put out. I just wasn't going to say it, but I just tell the podcast fam everything. So so are they getting them early or yeah, do you have to be like, like... I have to give them... Yes. I mean, we have them and I feel terrible and it's not... I was like, okay. I mean, wow. it's still a sale at the end of the day. Yeah, and the so exclusive. we took them off. So don't go check the site. Like I promise <laughs> they're not on there. They, they'll they launch soon. I'll have a date for you guys next week. But yeah, that's a bit of my day. <laughs> that's my rant. That's awesome. Um, well, today I actually, we drove to Waco because we are sourcing some products for a very fun business venture going Guys, on. this is so good. Yeah, but something about the drive or like the food issues that we'll be diving into later in this episode, I've just been feeling so nauseous. And then uh. I went to CrossFit for the first time again yesterday and we did thrusters and it had my traps or it had my traps. My <laughs> traps got really sore and anytime that happens, it always creates a tension headache. Ooh. So I got home and it was just... I don't know if you guys have experienced it getting bloated and feeling nauseous and having a headache, but I actually didn't feel like a human being and I felt like a shell of a person that yeah. was a zombie. And it was really weird, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Black Rock Coffee, get a coffee, and I'm <laughs> Just honestly... Just add some caffeine to the mix. Yeah, I'm feeling great now, and here we are, so... Guys, I texted Haley, because she put on her story, like, she was feeling sick. I'm like, girl, we do not have to record. Like, we can find another time, because I'm sitting here, like, she's nauseous, her head hurts, like, all of these things. And she's like, no, I'm going to get a coffee. I'll be totally fine. I was like, well, what? Okay, the other thing, too, is, like, I've been feeling so much productivity guilt this past week, Ooh. and so I was like, I just... I honestly want to do something, or else I'm going to feel bad about myself yeah so i was like let's squeeze it in it'll feel great yeah well low-key with today being so busy i'm like just petting spock <laughs> this is like the greatest thing ever but with today being so busy i don't know like i complained about it in a way but i felt really good like it just, i know mm. i i kind of wish the issue is is i don't mind being busy it's that i wake up without a plan and yes. then i just pace around thinking about all the things i could do but since it wasn't planned out i don't really have the motivation to go full force because i don't have any sort of like guidelines you know and yeah. so i'm basically my own boss who didn't give the employee which is also me any tasks so that i just wake Ooh, up that's like so true hello what did you tell me to do today i have nothing yeah I felt that way a little bit this morning because we just had so much going on. Like Devin, as we're speaking, is vacuuming the apartment and like doing all of this stuff. He's awesome. But we had no plan and I was stressed and I was like snippy this morning. I feel like I said I was snippy last week, guys. I <laughs> promise I'm not snippy all the time. I'm just being honest. Like I get stressed out when I have a yeah. lot on my plate and I run around not sure what to do or I'm not actually doing anything. So mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like going back to last week's episode when we talked about planning your week, yes. something we did do last week that Ryan did first and I was like, oh, that's a good idea, was he kind of time blocked each day, like Monday, I'm going to do my main channel video, Tuesday, I'm going to be filming TikToks and Instagram content. And I feel like I need to, like mandatory, need to do that before the week so that I have a game plan because I have just not been functioning without telling myself what to do. Which I feel like a year ago, I was totally fine just waking up and then figuring it out. And nowadays, maybe because of quarantine overload and like being at home too much, I can't do that. Like the thought of all the things I could do stresses me out to where I don't do anything. And it's so weird. Yeah, I think taking a day 
you guys will have to go listen to last week's episode if you didn't already we talk a lot about just like planning but for me with just new business ventures coming up it's really nice to be like okay Wednesday I'm only focusing on the shop and this Mm -hmm. day I'm only focusing on that or even you just having like a content calendar low-key because your job is hecka social media like so much like you could seriously just do TikToks and blah 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 (laughs) no for real that is work for you I was thinking about that because on Monday I was posting TikToks throughout the day And I was like, this is some people's full-time job. Like, they make three TikToks and then they wait for a brand deal. See, but that's the thing I don't like. I don't like a job where you have to wait for brand deals because that's really scary. So that's why I don't do that for my full-time job. But it's kind of crazy. Like, everything that I do could be your full-time job. But I don't like that. I like to do a million things at once. That's (laughs) me too. Like, we both have so much going on. But I think we find comfort knowing that we have multiple streams of income too. And, like, the shop is a really steady thing for me whereas like I really want to start posting more YouTube videos but it's not like at all my income but it's kind of fun because I'm like oh I could start to post more and like really give YouTube my all to make it get up there so I like to have one steady one though yeah this reminds me because I was watching an Alicia Marie vlog where she was talking about her different streams of income and I feel like this is kind of unrelated but there's this new trend of being super honest and super raw like they also did a truth or drink which is like a new trend going around Mm. and it used to just be this thing that this YouTube channel did with people that were strangers and so it's easy for a stranger to be honest on the internet because they don't have people who jump down their throat at everything that they do yeah so for influencers to be doing that it's kind of like this new wave of just being honest I think it's interesting like there's podcasts there's YouTube videos like youtubers talking about how much money they make or stuff like that so I don't know that's just a thing that I've observed honesty is a big thing right now which I think is really awesome and important because I think we just need to show you guys that we are human too and I am really fascinated to hear like for example how much money are people making off of TikTok and I'm not saying that in a nosy way like oh I want to compare but it's like just so interesting to me because I never even thought that would be a possibility ever I know you know so I kind of appreciate the transparency but it's hard because it's like we don't have to share everything with Mm -hmm. the internet so it's like kind of hard I feel like to find that balance but I appreciate when people do open up and I think for us like the podcast is like that spot where we're very like I'm way more comfortable opening up on here yeah same and hopefully we're gonna get a um a network soon maybe I don't know I feel like (laughs) I wish we could talk about that me too but that's one thing like okay the the thing with honesty is there's other people involved in our lives but we did have a bunch of interviews with a bunch of different podcast networks and some of them um we like some of them <laughs> I'll just say yeah. that one day I bet we can do a podcast episode yeah. about podcasting and like the steps because we are really learning this as we go and let's just say it's we were shocked we expected yeah yeah no it's a very different little area of the world that's all I have to say. Yeah. So I can't wait to find out how much podcasts make. And maybe one day when we're honest little beans on the podcast, we'll tell you. But as of now, we don't make any. So yeah, we don't make anything. So yeah, one day we'll tell you guys though yeah. and get there. But should we dive in? Let's this dive week? in. I that was like our time. little catch up because I feel like we just need to do that. But yeah. we're just going to talk about what are we going to talk about? We are talking about a few things. They tie in for some people, but overarching idea is anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to dive into how it affects each of us and kind of how we got over it, which is kind of a bold statement. I feel like that is 
<laughs> I don't know if that's it's like did it exist in the first place if you got over it or is it one of those things where if you have anxiety you always have it yeah or do you not have it and you just think you have it it's so many different things and I feel like it's so hard to talk about yeah. because I don't know but it's not like we got diagnosed no. so it's like is it even appropriate to say that or yeah. are you just a human being experiencing anxiety like anxious thoughts yeah so many questions but I feel like just to talk from personal experience we are not doctors um, maybe it'll help because we were going to do advice and a lot of people were asking about anxiety. That's what this just stemmed from literally last minute because we were looking at the emails you guys sent in about advice and it just seems like there's a really big, just a lot of people ask about anxiety and just all of those feelings. And like she said, we've I've not gone to the doctor for you know, any of my anxiety in the past, but I can say I'm human and I've totally felt those feelings. So I hope all of us can just sit here and like feel for each other. And like, we're not trying to be insensitive towards anything or like, we love you guys. And I just want to open up about how I felt because I feel like people like don't realize that because my page is so happy and they assume I'm happy 24 seven and that's not true. And I am positive and I've, it's taken a lot of work to get here, but I have a lot more work to go. So I just feel like we need to be really honest. Yeah. I remember watching a Chris and John's video and she was talking about how she used to struggle a lot with anxiety and she would pray about it every night. And she felt like one day she just woke up and God kind of took away her anxiety. And like that's wow. a bold claim. So I feel like it's different for everyone and you really can't invalidate anyone's experiences. No. Like if... Some people literally might just wake up and be like, oh, I'm not scared of those things anymore, you know? So what's your story? Like, where do you feel yeah. like you felt your first anxious thought where you were like, oh, this is unsettling to me? Well, I've always been like this little anxious human. I don't know. Like, it's just always been that way for me. I even remember EOGs. Did you guys have EOGs here? Mm -mm. What is that? I think it's just, I think it stands for end of grade testing. So you probably oh. had something. But for us back in North Carolina, like Wake County specifically, those big tests started in third grade. So you had tons <laughs> of tests. And I remember being so anxious even back then for testing. And I've just always been wow. this little scared human. I don't know. So even like, it really could be anything. It could be testing. A really big one for me in school was if I thought people didn't like me or if there was ever like drama or like anything. I'm still that way. I'm really, really bad about that. Even in public, like if I think this cashier, like if I think I sounded weird and they didn't like me, I get like worked up. That's very relatable. Yeah. I feel like since I wasn't even thinking back to that young, but my first anxieties I feel like a lot of kids feel this way was I was so attached to my mom Ooh, that yeah. I had I guess separation anxiety like if my mom just went to work for a day and my dad stayed home to take care of me my stomach would hurt I went I would be asking him like where she was and he noticed that my stomach was hurting because I missed my mom so it kind of yeah that was like the first thing I ever experienced but I didn't really classify as but it separation is anxiety. yeah it you is. know like those are little feelings that I feel like snowball into bigger things when you're older and so like I always think about EOGs for some reason like the end of grade testing and how I just was so nervous I was going to get held back or not perform well or like it that's the thing is my brain isn't I think about all of the factors like oh my gosh are people going to make fun of me because I did bad on my EOGs like I don't know I just think about I'm an overthinker essentially is what I'm trying to say wow that's interesting yeah but I think that's it and then a big one for me was boys oh my gosh what do you mean I got major anxiety with like boy stuff because I don't know like I would date in like middle school quote-unquote date like not actually <laughs> dating but I don't know if like I thought 
I don't know if we like broke up or there was drama like I felt bad and I put so much of my worth back then in other people and I think that's part of why I'm so much stronger now and I don't get as anxious now because I realize my worth is found in God and he loves me and I'm way more confident in myself but I used to not be confident either like struggled with body image like so much stuff yeah we were gonna kind of tie that in body image as well later on in the episode but I feel like after separation anxiety as a really, really, really young person, young person, I was basically <laughs> a baby. So that's kind of weird to talk about. But I feel like when it started to creep in was like seventh grade because I transferred yeah. schools. And Ooh, that's, that's hard. Yeah. So I transferred to a school that I had never. I went to a charter school and those are very different than the average public school. Like you don't pay. It's not private. It's not bougie or anything like that. Really? I always figured it was bougie. No, there. it's basically like four kids in neighborhoods that can't afford to go to a private school, but the public schools that they do live next to are bad. Mm-hmm. And so they want to go to somewhere that's that's going to give them a good education. So it's like an in-between. Yeah, it's an in-between and it's government. It's not government run. So they can do the curriculum they want. So like my school was very focused on STEM, science and math and all that stuff, but they didn't have any sports because they don't have the money to. So it's like super small, a bunch of nerds. That's the kind of school I I went to. (laughs) I love that too. And I didn't realize I loved that until I went to a public school because I wanted to be cool. I wanted to go to football games. I wanted to have a cafeteria where they had ice cream. (laughs) Like that's like the kind of stuff that we didn't have at charter school that I thought was so cool. Like high school musical. You wanted to be in high school musical. Basically, yeah. Like a normal school, like a normal (laughs) public cool school. And I figured since there'd be so many people, like I would find at least one friend and it's shocking because I really didn't click with anyone at this school and I feel like that is the first time ever that I kind of developed social anxiety or like felt anxious with people for the first time because I would just walk around and like stare at these people who have known each other since elementary school that is like the worst feeling I know and it's it's not really like anyone is comfortable in that situation because you're 13 you don't really know who you are. It's not like I really know that much more about myself now, but it's so true. It was just so weird, and people thought that I was mean no. because of my resting face, which is looks very mean and like resting not bleep face. Exactly. <laughs> and so when I transferred back to my charter school, that was also weird too because I was placing classes with new people I didn't know, and that's where it started with like the resting bleep face and people thought that I hated them but really I was just scared of them yeah. so then they would treat me like I didn't like them like and that's where mean it girl all or started and like ever since then even going to a Starbucks drive through I'm constantly thinking like the tone of my voice does it sound mean I'm nervous so then it sounds monotone so then it does come off mean so then I'm like, oh my gosh, now they think well, I'm you're mean. overthinking it. Exactly. So your body, like, yeah, you're just not going to act like yourself when you're yeah. thinking like, does my tone matter and all of these things. Yeah. So I feel like that's, that's where it is. And if I ever reference like social anxiety and stuff, that's what I mean. It's like very yeah. hard to explain or even in Zoom meetings, oh I'm my staring gosh. at my face the whole time. I'm like, I look mean, I look mean, I need to look different, but I don't even know how because I'm nervous. And when I'm nervous, I tense up. 
this is going to be so relatable for people i'm glad we're talking about this i hope it is because i feel like it's such a weird dilemma no i think it's way more relatable than you even realize and i think too it's just so interesting how little things that have happened to us in the past they don't seem little in the moment but it's crazy how they affect you long term because even being like the new girl quote unquote at school like has just made you overthink these social like very simple social things but they don't feel simple to you and i get that like i respect it but okay i just remembered another thing like jumping off of yeah, that yeah so my first ever panic attack was the Ooh. last day of seventh grade oh and it was just pent up of my entire year's experience where i was just so overwhelmed by these experiences and this girl told my musical theater teacher that i had given her a weird look because i liked her boyfriend <laughs> i was like okay <gasps> i oh have no gosh. idea where she got that and i didn't remember looking at someone in the hallway but that's what I'm talking about is my face was so stone cold that people thought I was giving them a dirty look just by looking at them because of how mean I looked. And so that spiraled me because she said that in front of the class. And then the teacher basically confronted me in front of the entire class. And that's where I had my first panic attack. I would too. That is terrible. I feel like, I mean, thanks for the therapy, Lily, but you just made me have a breakthrough. Like that one moment of a girl being like, you gave me Mm -hmm. a dirty look. Now I'm constantly thinking, do they think I'm looking at them mean? Like, yeah. do they think I'm being mean to them right now? So very interesting stuff. I think it's okay. It's like just hard to grow up, honestly, <laughs> and go through middle school and even high school because I just remember people weren't nice. And I'm not going to say I was like this perfect human because I wasn't, you know, but it just I got nervous around people. And Dev and I, we've actually talked about this because I graduated high school a year early. So that goes to show that I didn't really care for high school very much. I was ready to move on. And I remember when I like decided I was going to graduate early. So I became a senior instead of a junior, just randomly. They switched my homeroom and switched like absolutely everything. And basically all the people in my actual grade just thought I thought I was like too good. And that's not true. I just knew I was a little bit different like I didn't care about the football games I didn't like I just wanted to start my business and like do my own thing (laughs) and I remember feeling so guilty for that and like going to like assemblies with these seniors and being so scared because I didn't know who to sit with like do you remember feelings like that oh yeah and like lunchtime I couldn't go off campus so I just would kind of like go do something by myself or I almost just wanted to go like sit in a teacher's classroom and pretend I needed to be tutored just because I didn't know where to go like that's so sad yeah and terrible it's it's crazy too because I feel like I'm also learning that after a certain age I've just been hanging out with people who are like 25 and then 30 and then 40 and I feel like they're all (laughs) 70 year olds are next (laughs) you know what I mean like it's not like I see a crazy maturity jump I mean, maybe in some aspects of life, but emotionally and socially, I don't see it changing that much. And it's kind of crazy because we all go through this kind of weird social school system. And then whatever we took from that, if we were the popular kid, maybe you have a little bit more confidence. But if you were just the average Joe at high school, you kind of go out into the world like, oh gosh, this is still scary. And you you feel like average and nervous. And I still feel weird. And it's so funny because I would consider myself extroverted. Like I'm pretty good at talking with people, whatever, but dude I get so like anytime I'm the new person I am terrified like with CrossFit if we were just going to a gym and you guys weren't there I don't know what I would do it's crazy to think about oh my gosh gyms that's a whole other thing I I practically couldn't go to the gym like I I can't do it unless the Ryans were there 
and I would try to do a workout while they were there but on a different part of the gym and I would just freak out and leave like just stuff like that is it because you weren't confident in like knowing how to use equipment was that part of it because that would be it for me that was part of it but the time that I'm talking about specifically was actually just using the part of the gym where you it's like open oh okay and so it's open to where the people on the weights can still see you but everyone was doing really chilled movements like ab workouts and stuff and I was doing a bunch of jumping jacks and burpees and stuff (laughs) and so I felt so overly conscious that I was the only one huffing and puffing and jumping up and down and everyone else was really calm and I couldn't do it like that's what a gym is for but I physically could not get over that I know that this is such a good conversation because I feel like I'm going to go out in the world and be different it's so funny when you record I like realize so much because why do we care you could have gone and done freaking cartwheels around the gym this is something I think about all the time and I saw a TikTok that put it perfectly. She was talking about it went viral. So maybe you guys know what I'm talking about. But she was just talking about how like this is a video game. We're just human beings, emotional souls in these meat bodies. And we walk around and sometimes she'll just go to a gas station and then she'll put googly eyes on her hand and then make the gas station man talk to only her hand. And if he tries to make eye contact with her, she's like, nope talk to the hand and she's like and then I just walked out and I had a great rest of my day because you can literally do anything you want as long as it doesn't that is great I love this girl and I don't know know and that's just the definition of realizing how dumb social norms are like do you ever think about how we are all people with very 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 similar experiences and yet we're so awkward why is that because even then like Okay, for example, you could think, oh, these like millionaires out there, like I can't relate to them at all, but they still feel the same things we do. And like that goes for literally every single human you pass at the grocery store. Like we're all so different and we're living such different lives, but we all have experienced social anxiety in some way, you know, or people not liking them and dealing with that or like all these things. We're all human. And it's so weird because like we can't talk about it or we can't sympathize for other people, even though we're going through the same thing. Yeah. Or just even small talk has always been such a strange concept to me because it doesn't mean anything and it's just words filling up space and that's something that I'm so bad at which is what makes social interactions difficult because most of your interactions in the world if they're not at college or something because we don't go to college Mm -hmm. if it's just going to the grocery store or going to a coffee drive-thru it's like my only interaction exactly and if you're not good at filler words then it's just awkward because I am a super extrovert. I love to have conversations with people. It gives me energy back, which is why I love this podcast. It's just a super long conversation. But it's the tiny interactions that give me anxiety because I'm like, I what am I supposed to say to you? You and Devin are the same. I know. It's so crazy because even like he used to be more nervous to even just call to like order takeout because of like little conversations and Devin I hope you don't mind me saying that but you're so great now so it's okay you're getting there but like for me that is something I've never really worried about so that's just interesting I think for me though I see filler conversations as if you're gonna ask me how my day is please mean it that's when I get frustrated because I feel like we live in this world where we have to say how are you but you're already saying your sentence before I answer like you're not actually listening to hear how I am Mm -hmm. you know and that bothers me like I want more genuine connection (laughs) with people not even just to say like let's be bffs but like I want to look at someone and be like how are you today and like truly mean it and listen to their response and I want them to feel loved and valued and I feel like I want more of that in the world Okay, I don't know if you caught this on the phone call, but we were on a podcast network phone call and the other guy started talking and he hadn't talked 
during the whole call. So he kind of reintroduced himself and he was like, oh, hey, Haley, how are you? So with our podcast and I, yep. I cut him off and I said, I'm good. And I didn't mean for it to be mean, but I was just answering his question. Like, how yeah. are you? And it was just funny because I didn't realize he was going to ask it and then just move on. But that's exactly what you're talking about. It's like we just say these filler words. Yeah. And that's the part that makes me not want to talk to people like at the coffee shop that we go to oh i know they, what you're gonna they say the no, same question every day so nice they're amazing though, but i find myself not really interacting so same. whenever we go to black rock i don't know if this is what it's like in your state but in ours they always ask what are your plans for the rest of the day which i love i think that's I really think sweet that is such a good that's way better than any sort of filler words that you could it be is. using and it's a great prompt but I find pumped. myself <laughs> just trying to get through it. And I usually just lie and say, oh, nothing much. When I have a whole list of you plans for the day. Are the same. I'm like, babe, they're going to think we do nothing. He goes, oh, just chilling. Yeah, and I'm like, exactly. Devin, we have a life. Like we have a job. They're like, you working? Nope, just chilling. And I'm like, what the heck? Because I, okay, well, if you're watching the YouTube video, I have the coffee right here. We're and guess what stands. I said whenever they <laughs> asked me? I said, nothing much. And I have a podcast to record, but... I don't want to Girl. explain my job to them, but even yeah, though I get that, that would be cool to them, actually, this is funny too. A lot of them there know my job because one of the girls there watches my videos and she's so sweet. We're practically besties at this point. No, yeah. But I didn't realize that she like told other people. And so when they were asking me and I told them I was just going to work for the day, they were asking me what I was going to work on and I didn't oh. say videos. And now I know that they knew I was lying because they already know my job. But they're I like, thought, um, yeah, just paperwork and accounting. <laughs> they're like, that's very incorrect. They like see your viral TikToks. They're like, um, <laughs> <laughs> they show me my TikTok. They're like, oh, really? Is that this what, is you what you're doing, doing today? <laughs> yeah. So I really should just instead of the filler words, we should just have genuine conversations with people. Like yeah. when they ask us how we are, we should just <laughs> detail our lives. Although I feel kind of guilty for telling people because I feel like they don't care. You know okay. what I mean? When I drove to Black Rock, I rarely drive ever. I'm usually chilling in the passenger seat, but I did drive one time and they asked me and I said something about the podcast and she looked it up and now I think she listened. So if you're listening, girl, I talked to you in the drive through and you're awesome. But oh it's like, gosh. that's I what you she's need not to listening to this. No, no, no. <laughs> but no. But basically, if you just talk to people, they might be more interested than you realize. And we could get a podcast listener. So Haley, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's true. See, that's the other thing is I don't want people to watch my videos. <laughs> so my marriage counselor asked me if my videos are PG or whatever. And I was like, uh, I'm not answering that because I don't want you to watch my videos. And she was like, oh, I was just asking because my kids watch oh. Brooklyn and Bailey. And I want to know oh, if your videos are so like, cute. okay for them to watch. And I felt very good saying, you know what? My videos are PG. No, oh, yeah. People can watch yours. Kids. Except for the asking guys juicy questions. I think I ask if a wiener floats or sinks in a bathtub. So yeah, I was you like, do. Maybe I remember don't that. watch that one. But all the other ones are yeah, pretty no, good. Yeah, no, yours are good. They can watch Trey Family, learn some interior design at a young age. That'd be great. Yeah. A little hobby. But I should just, you know, I exist on the internet and I need to just be honest with people. You do. I do. Because so. it's so, like, you should be so proud of what you're doing. And it's not that you're not proud. And I get it. Like, you also don't, I feel that because sometimes I don't want to bombard people with what I'm doing too. It's like an awkward it. thing. Yeah. I kind of just like to be ignored in public like we talked about on the relationship yeah. podcast and I know that since our job is so weird I know follow-up questions are going to happen which is fine but I just want to be 
unimportant and get my coffee and leave <laughs> i should enjoy social interactions more but i get that for sure i have those moments but i think that is a good like little summaries we all need to be more genuine i think especially yeah. when we're asking people how they're doing and like respond truthfully like have you ever gone like oh i'm actually not good today like i've never said that um i think maybe once i would say how i'm like flustered and i'm late for something oh, okay you know but i don't really detail i just always feel like that. good yeah i'm like that's not good do you want to talk about kind of how we have worked through it sort of gotten over it stuff like that because i feel like everything we've said could be relatable but what's the point you know how do we move forward from yeah here? no i get that so mm, you you can help me with this but it's like i just feel like a lot of these feelings it they've gotten so much better but they still exist so for me to sit here and tell you guys like i've overcome my overthinking or just like feeling anxious if people like me or if they don't like i can't i've not overcome it completely and I don't know, like, I hope I do fully. I don't know if you relate to that, but it's, I still struggle. So I feel like the only thing that I can say is it, it still exists. Like every time I go to the coffee drive through I think about all those things. But the more I, I no longer say that I have social anxiety. I know we use that verbiage during this podcast, but just to call it what it is for the sake of it, because yeah. it'd be weird if I was talking about it and beating around the bush, but I don't tell people like on YouTube videos, I used to talk about social anxiety and stuff. And when you kind of label it, even though it, it is that, I feel like for me personally, it would just make me think about it more. And because I labeled myself, I put myself in this box of like, I'm not even allowing myself to have a good social interaction because I've told myself that I'm bad at them. Yes. And so then <laughs> it was just like, I couldn't even try to have a genuine conversation with someone at a coffee drive through because I already told myself that I was awkward. So then I just was awkward. I'm and glad you said this. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it is, I mean, I don't really think it's controversial to say that, but no. for me personally, when I stopped labeling myself as that, I noticed such a big difference. That's the thing. Like we all are so different. So what has helped us really might sound so bonkers to you guys. And like <laughs> we we don't want no judgment, nothing. We're just being truly honest like yeah. as to what's helped us. And I know for me, I when Devin met me, I was super anxious just about everything. Or if I thought I upset him, I got anxious. Or I mentioned in our relationship podcast, like we had broken up like two times way back in high school over just like stupid stuff. And when we broke up, I seriously didn't want to eat. My stomach hurt so bad. I just was so stressed. It's all I could think about. And basically my mind zones in on things. And I used to say 24 seven, I'm anxious. Oh, I just have anxiety. Oh, I'm an overthinker. And I do still say those things sometimes because it is kind of like what it is. It's hard to tell yeah. people what it is if you don't say that. But Devin used to say to me, Lil, stop saying you have anxiety. Like just don't even just speak it in existence in your brain because I'm so much of an overthinker that the more I say that, the more I also kind of become content with it and hide behind it. And all I can say is I didn't want to feel that way. Like I didn't want to feel sick to my stomach over things. And I just didn't want to feel bad about myself. I didn't want to overthink anymore. And so I just kind of stopped saying that. And I just told myself, no, Lily, you don't overthink those things. You handle them really well. And I just tried to almost pretend yeah and exactly it helped me i don't know because if you get a diagnosis i feel like that can almost be a relief mm -hmm. because i agree with that 
Yeah, I remember I went to therapy one time and she basically was like, oh yeah, that is social anxiety. And that did give me relief because I felt like, okay, I'm not crazy. This is something I'm experiencing. Very true. And after that though, it just became a crutch almost to excuse how nervous I was getting with that because that felt more justifiable. But then I realized when I stopped telling myself that I was, I wasn't having as bad of a time out in the world. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to like not say that, even though I still experience it sometimes. The less I said it, the less I felt that way because I wasn't telling myself because most of the times I go into an experience with a neutral mindset, you know, I'm not going into an experience with, oh, I'm so nervous to talk to this person. But if I always every day was telling myself or telling other people like, hey, guys, I have social anxiety, like every single little thing I do, I'm so awkward, haha, then like I would already have that preconceived notion that 100%. I'm going to be so awkward in this social interaction. And then I was because you usually follow what your brain tells you. A hundred percent. So you kind of just have to fake it till you make it, which is very hard advice. And I feel like a lot of people say that for loving yourself too, is like, oh, just say affirmations in the mirror. And like that stuff has never worked for me, but I've it's never more tried. so just, <laughs> yeah, bad. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like just telling myself like I'm a confident human being and I love myself. That has never worked for me, but kind of just ignoring (laughs) my problems basically and pretending like that's not really something I struggle with oddly helped me. So, but I need to say, because I can hear it right now, that helped her. That is not the case for everyone. And depending on how like severe these feelings are for you, you need to talk to people. Yeah. Some people need medication. You know what I mean? And I feel like on the scale of anxiety, I'm pretty low. 100%. And at the end of the day, you're going to do what's best for you. We personally have not tried medication. I don't think I got to a level where I necessarily needed it. But if you want to go that route, I am literally telling you go for it. Because it's like, I understand we all need to feel better. We need to feel happy. And you have to do whatever makes you feel that way. So don't take us saying what we are as us being insensitive or anything. Because I promise you, like, I 100% understand it. And I stand by you guys and whatever you want to do. And we're here to talk to you. We have such a nice community too. Like, if you're ever feeling some sort of way, I really bet if you comment on, like, our YouTube video, girls will be there to talk to you. Because I don't know if you ever look, but our comment section is, like, so positive. And you guys talk to each other. And I love it. But just know you're not alone. And definitely to talk to someone seriously. Because it does help. Like, talk to a friend and just, like, decompress. That's the podcast for me. Like, I've had a fluster day and I talked to you guys I know it seriously does feel so much better but it does yeah that was just my experience I don't I feel like we have a similar experience of how we cope with it but this is for people who have experienced anxiety on a low level and so if you are watching this and you have severe anxiety like I totally recommend seeing a therapist one of my Mm -hmm. friends just started seeing one and she loves it so much and I've also been listening to podcasts where they go to a psychiatrist and it's to the level where the psychiatrist notices that they would benefit from medicine. So really just listen to this experience. But if you're like, that is not going to help me at all. It's probably because we're on such a different scale of the spectrum. So maybe this will help you and maybe it won't. Yeah. Affirmations help some people and that's great. But that's what's so interesting. Like with anything, I love podcasts and they're great. And we kind of talked about this last week, but we can say something and it might not work for you or maybe you've tried a million times and you're like, Lily, Haley, what the heck? Like that doesn't work, but it works for us. So it's just like so hard, but I don't know. You definitely have to try a million things. And one thing I wanted to note too is for me, a lot of my anxiety came from other people and like assuming what they thought or what I should do or I'm getting judged for this when in reality, no one cares. Like no one at Target really cares about my outfit. And if someone wants to roll their eyes about it, 
that's fine. Like, I don't really care if you like my outfit, you know, but I used to care so much and I wasn't representing and like being myself. Like I even remember in high school, I would wear like Ralph Lauren polos to like fit in with other people. But I literally at home had like the funkiest, craziest clothes. And I even remember in middle school, like wearing combat boots and like wearing oversized blazers and ripped jeans and like hardcore getting made fun of by guys specifically which made me super self-conscious because so of course like you know I thought some of these guys are cute and they're like literally spreading rumors and like saying I want to be blah 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 or I'm in combat boots blah blah like you guys can just yeah like they just weren't being kind and so it made me not want to express myself and do all these things and I think if you are in school and you feel this way and I think you can speak for this too it feels like all of that is so big because it is right now. But when you grow up, it's not. And I wish I could go back to like my younger self that was scared at assemblies and didn't have anyone and literally sit confidently down on the ground and listen to what they had to say and not be scared that the girls in the back were like, oh my gosh, Lily's not sitting with someone. Like it didn't matter, mm-hmm. you know? I think another thing too is them making those comments are probably a reflection of how insecure they feel about expressing themselves which is sad yeah that's so difficult especially in high school or middle school and another thing that I experienced recently that kind of opened my eyes was I was on a zoom call with a bunch of people and I always get so tense and weird and rbf I'm just staring at myself I'm like oh my gosh I look mean everyone's thinking I'm mean right now and then we went in a circle and we played this game called if you really knew me And everyone had something to say about how they were overthinking about themselves, how they can't stop thinking about other people's opinions (laughs) of them. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've been sitting here nitpicking myself so hard when everyone else was also sitting there nitpicking themselves. Like they weren't looking at my screen and how I looked on Zoom. They were looking at themselves thinking the exact same thing. And even if they were, what are you going to do about it? It's like you can't control their thoughts and... If you're those one of those people that talks about others because you're insecure, whatever, I just want us to handle our thoughts and feelings in a better way. Because, like, I've been there and done that. Like, I'm not going to say I've been this perfect, nice girl my entire life. Like, we've all said things we shouldn't or judged someone or whatever. And it's not something I'm proud to say I've done in the past. But it's like, I just wish we all, like we kind of were saying at the beginning, could be human together and, like, could just literally treat each other with kindness. That girl in the crazy outfit, go her. She's confident. Like, whatever. She's doing her own thing. Like, I just wish we only focused on ourselves and what we were doing because we're all worried and we just need to watch how we express that too and like make sure we're still treating others with kindness and if someone like even people driving like that flick me (laughs) off and stuff I'm just like that is really quite sad like that you want to flick me off seriously (laughs) like that is a sad thing like something probably really happened to them that day or maybe nothing did and their heart is just in a bad place and for that we need to pray for them that's just personally like my take on that but I don't know yeah I, I just like said was, so much. That was good. That's all I have basically so Same. far. But if I have any new tips or experiences, I will try to tell you because I am still learning every day. Oh, I feel like it's a long, like we're in this for the long haul. Like yeah. we're always going to, I think those things just kind of come up and it's just part of being human. Cause it's like you worry about something in high school and then you grow up and then you're like worried about money things or taxes come. Like, it's just funny how it just changes as you yeah. grow old. Yeah, I can't wait to be an old person who doesn't care because they have the perspective that none of it matters anyways. So yeah, that's so true. Excited for that time. But we're going to get there sooner. I'm just going to stop caring today. And you guys should too. (laughs) Well, 
if you like this podcast you should leave us a rating and review we are not at 10k yet so <laughs> if you guys really 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 want to leave some reviews be super appreciated um we're getting we're doing well though I, I think we're at like 6.4 is that it we are we're at 6438 whoa exact whoa. number that's awesome so i'm gonna read a quick little review so that you guys become inspired to also leave us review it means a lot but this one says y'all are so cute love 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 hearing such fun conversations between two amazing and inspirational friends you are an encouragement to not be afraid of who you are funny that we were just talking oh, about that that's great and being bold in your faith so wow wow you guys just really make our days with the reviews and if you want to use it as like a place to comment on this episode we would love to read those we so, really do read yeah. them for real so yeah chat with us in the review section <laughs> yeah follow us on instagram at call yes. me canon podcast subscribe to our podcast yes. or not subscribe to our podcast that too but our youtube is what i meant to say yes and we also have personal instagrams that are linked down below so i hope you guys enjoy this episode and we'll see you guys next week bye love you bye